Jesus Brings, Episode 2. Hello and welcome to the Ignite Youth Podcast over here at Waynefleet BIC Church. Um, we're glad you've joined us. This is not just for youth, but for parents or anyone else who wants to tune in um, to a great discussion. So my name is Julie Adams and I'm joined by Pastor Wes Hillis. Welcome, Pastor Wes. Hi. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? Good, yeah. Good, wonderful. Yeah. So we're we're continuing our series on freedom and burdens, and yeah. this week was a big week at youth because it was Parents Week. Woohoo! So Parents Week was just this fun week where we had parents be able to come and see how youth is done, where they could kind of be a part of it. They got to um, share in game and in lesson and just an overall great time. Um, nice. Where we could also give them an overview of how 2023 is looking. Yeah. So it was a really great time where we could just be able to share. Um, I could answer some of their questions, but no. Especially like what you just said, this isn't just for youth. Parents close to this too. We yeah. encourage that. So, yeah. Awesome. So we are working our way toward Advent, and you are. are we have been talking about Jesus brings. What does Jesus bring? Like when he um, when he was born, what did he bring to humanity with yeah. him? Last week we talked about um, mercy and grace, which was a great conversation. You can flip back and hear that um, if you missed it. And this week. Yeah, we're talking about freedom and burdens. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, we don't usually talk I, about the burdens. Well, I was going to say one I like and one I think, well, maybe you could give well, that to someone else. Let's not add that right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're we're going to dive into it. It's going to be good. All right, good. Um, and I just want to, as we were starting off, I just wanted to say, like, I'm sure no one listening to this can relate to this, but do we sometimes feel that Christmas brings more burdens than freedom? Uh, yeah, I would say absolutely right yeah like just way more you know what as far as like celebration stuff goes take the the jesus part out i would yeah. take thanksgiving over christmas any day oh yeah there's still we, the same we add good way too food, much onto it but without any of the you know hustle and bustle the focus is more on gratefulness which yeah and you know just kind of being together having a great meal and that's it yep that sounds nicer than all it of does. the other stuff. But we have our Christmas season, which is just full of business, full of parties and yeah. uh, getting the right gift and spending time with all of the family. Yeah, like obligations. Obligations, things, burdens, things yeah. that you just you can't get rid of. So whether it's, you know, um, Christmas parties, whether it's, you know, family gatherings, whether it's, you know, kids are coming over or... Um, whether it is just getting the right gift, we add so many burdens onto ourselves. Mm-hmm. And last week we we started off by saying, you know, how Jesus brings mercy and and grace to the world. And so, um, like, what if, I just want to give an overview for that as we break into that. So, he brings us mercy mm-hmm. for the things that we've done. Yeah. And he brings us grace, even though we don't deserve it. Kind of that yes. idea of that he brings us. And shows us this compassion and love, even though we we know we don't deserve it. Yeah. Um, and it's just this incredible thing where he still loves us, even through all that. Yeah. And that's why I think it's important now to shift that focus into that freedom and burdens. So we've we've covered some of our holiday ones already, right? We've covered yeah. that, you know, Christmas parties, getting the right gift, whatever. But we face regular day burdens all the time. Yeah. Like work. Yes. Like school, 
all these other things where yeah. maybe you love work, maybe you love school, yeah. but there's still times where you're like, oh, I don't want to go today. Yeah. And I think of like, especially this time of year, like family commitments. Oh yeah. There are many of them you're looking forward to, but some of them it's, uh, you're not, yeah, you're not. <laughs> yeah. So maybe this is something that happens occasionally. Maybe this never happens at all. Um, but these things we don't really have a choice in. Mm-hmm. It feels like we're just obligated to have to go. And maybe this is a season most of us are in right now. Maybe it is because of a relationship. Maybe it's because of family. Maybe there's a friend that's draining you. Maybe maybe there's just all these different things going around. Mm-hmm. And sometimes life can just feel more like a burden than it ever can of freedom. Yeah, it gets heavy. And if, if you can relate to this, or you're hearing this and you can relate to this, I would like you to know that Jesus came. Jesus was born. You know, this is this is something we can really turn to in Scripture, that God came down to earth, and we celebrate each Christmas. And right now, he's calling to every one of us mm-hmm. to stop with these burdens and to embrace the freedom that he brings us. Mm. So if anything I said resonates with you, there's something that we're going to continue on with. So this is Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30, and it says, Then Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Mm. And this is our first point, that Jesus brings freedom. So when God, when God became a man and dwelt among us, he was wanting to be in closer relationship to us, you know, starting a process that would change all human understanding and history, mm-hmm. which is true. Like if you were to look back at ancient cultures, ancient religions, a God becoming human, taking away the deity side, mm-hmm. becoming human to experience what human life was like, it's non-existent. No, it's pretty unique to, uh, es- es- yeah. Especially in the Near East. Yes. So around Israel, um, Assyria, Babylon, Egypt, all these different things. Even Greece, you go all the way far west mm-hmm. to Greece, completely different understanding. Yeah. Because all of their gods or God essentially was this higher being you serve, they can bless you sometimes. Yeah, if they feel like it. If they feel like it. And you know, you maybe you've done something wrong or done a certain thing. But Jesus is so much different because he becomes human. He shakes society to its core. Mm-hmm. Like if you're like in I like how we I think we think of it like this. When Jesus came, all those other religions we stopped focusing on, right? Yeah. Those other religions just stopped and, you know, Christianity it was that organized religion was born. Not a chance. No. That's not how it happened. Nope. Not we even still close. had the Pantheon of mm-hmm. Rome, which had essentially they just adopted the Greek gods and gave them new names. That's yeah. essentially all it was. Yeah. But they still believed in that. They still felt they had to do sacrifices, the gods were angry at them or not. Yep. But there was this movement movement going on. There was this Christian movement. They're like, What do you mean? He became God became human. He lived he like what? we do. Yeah. That was like they were like, A God can't do that. So in our society, there's a little more weight to it mm-hmm. because what we want is someone to have human understanding. Yeah. We want there to be someone out there that we can say, they understand me. Mm-hmm. It's relatable, right? It's relatable. Yeah. We want that now more. I would say probably from if you look from 1300 to 1200 onwards, you, you see that in humanity where there's kind of like, these gods don't make sense anymore. Well, and so part of it, too, I think that people are searching for or seeking for is, you know, the other gods that would never do that, 
I don't know if they believe that they couldn't or did they believe that they wouldn't because they're just so high and mighty. I think it comes from a wouldn't. Wouldn't. Yeah, not a yeah. couldn't, but a wouldn't. Yeah. And it's sort of like, it is mind-blowing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it, it shapes our understanding of culture and religion today. Yeah. There's someone to relate to, someone to understand. Um, someone who truly knows all the pain that we know. Yeah. That's what's so different about it. And we see that one of the reasons that Jesus came was to set us free. It was to set us free from the things that you know we've done and that um, the things that we carry. Like some of us carry around burdens that we were never meant to actually carry. Yeah. And I think it's time that we need to start letting that go because we put too much on ourselves. Oh, we yeah, We put absolutely. it to the point where we just can't keep going. Yeah. Like we're told by society, oh, no, it's okay. Just, just keep going. Keep pushing forward. Keep moving yeah. forward. There's um there's a great wonderful movie, it's a children's movie but it has the same kind of thing with it, just keep swimming. Ah, uh, Nemo. Just keep swimming. Yeah. But there's an underline to that where it says even like Dory has short like short term memory loss. Short term yeah. memory loss, which is just keep swimming. It's fine. Just keep swimming. Yeah. Don't deal with it. Don't look back on it. Yeah. Just keep swimming. But when she's actually has to deal with things, life gets so much more difficult. Yes. She can't cope. What we're saying yeah. is, is that we can't keep just swimming. <laughs> we have yep. to stop and we have to take the burdens off ourselves. So we're going to break down Matthew 11, uh, verse 20. So we're going to break it down into pieces. <clears throat> the first piece that I want to break down um, is right at the beginning of this. And this is where he says, Come to me, all you who are weary. I'm mm-hmm. going to stop. So the word weary, that word essentially means that you're exhausted. Yep. You're just working too hard. You you put forth all the effort that burnt you can out. give and are just left feeling absolutely worn out, burnt yeah. out. You got nothing left in the tank. Yeah. That's what weary is. Next, it says, come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens. And we stop again and focus on this, this end part, the heavy burdens. And this is about overloading in the sense of, you know, packing ourselves so much down to the point where we can't even move. Yeah. If you want to put it in, say, biblical culture, it's like taking a mule, mm-hmm. putting weight on the mule, right? they can carry a little more. Keep putting yeah, it on, yeah. putting it on, putting it on. And you're like, okay, let's start walking and it won't move. It's like, I, well, I, I can't, can't. do it. can't yeah. do it. We do this to ourselves, though. Oh, yeah, We totally. pick up different things. Oh, I can take that on. I can take that on. I can take yeah. this on. Our students do this all the time with school. Yeah. Or, or even if you look at universities. Most universities, let's just, I want to ask you, when you went to university, how many courses a semester did you have? Oh, I actually didn't go to university. I went to college, okay, but yeah, I but did full ter- full time um, per semester. I don't know, five, eight? No, five to eight? too many? I don't know. So most universities, or even OSAP, says that 100% course load is about five classes per semester. Yeah. You can take more than that, though. You can load yourself up if you want. In our society, we've made it so it's so like we need to get things done quick. Things need to be efficient. Our students are raised on that. Mm, yeah. So many students in their first year of college university, what do they do? I'm going to I'm gonna add on. Yeah. I'm going to do like seven courses in a semester. Yeah. I've done six to seven courses in a semester once. It was the most burnt out I've ever felt in my oh, life. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Just couldn't do it. Or we have times where uh, my grade... 10 history teacher put it this way. 
and this isn't a good way, but he said, imagine all of us are like, um, we're all made of brick. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we open the top of ourselves and we stuff things in there and just keep piling things in and piling things in. And we're meant to be is this solid thing that won't break. It won't, yeah. it won't bust it. That's what we're meant to be. Just this, this firm, solid piece of brick that just won't, will never give in. When I told uh, my youth pastor that when I, when I became a Christian, I don't know how he described it. He said, okay, let me give you a different version of that. Imagine we're that brick, mm-hmm. that brick insulated thing. And we keep putting things in and putting things in. Well, brick expands to the point where it will literally explode. Like yeah. it can't take the pressure anymore. Yeah, it will crumble. Those are human beings. Mm-hmm. We do that to ourselves. But society yeah. teaches us, no, 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 no. If you keep putting on more cement and mortar to keep put that together, it'll be fine. Yeah, keep swimming, patch it up. Exactly. Next, Jesus says this. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy, heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. And this is one of the most important things is rest. Mm. It allows us to stop. Because, let's be honest, rest is one of the most important things we have in our lives. Where we can take off the burdens and just, yeah. just relax, just rest. And Jesus said rest, and he meant it. He meant that we were meant to drop the load we were carrying. I feel like that's talked about in the Bible like a bunch of times, how important rest is. And like to recover and collect our yeah. strength. Like that's important. That's what scripture says about rest is meant to be. Yeah. And even like being still, be still and know that I am God. Exactly. Don't run around like a crazy person and occasionally think, oh yeah, God's there too. Be still. Yeah. Um, who do we talk about in the summer? I can picture Pat sitting under the um, under the tree. What's the broom tree? Who's the guy in the broom tree? Here's the test. It's not multiple choice. Nehemiah? In the broom tree? Please email us and let us know. The guy in the broom tree. And the most biblical thing you could do is take, have a snack and take a nap. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You know it? what I'm talking yes. about. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Okay, if you know, email Pastor Wes and oh, tell great. him who the guy in the broom tree is. Um, I can picture it. I can picture Pat, Pastor Pat. We had recorded something and he sat under a tree mm-hmm. and sat there and recorded it. It was very funny. Well, I thought it was hilarious, but anyway. What the heck? Someone will, uh, someone will email us okay, and let yeah. us know. Please yep. do that. Yep. Yep. Carrie's going to do it. Yeah, <laughs> good. Awesome. Email me too. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this into some certain words that I think kind of describe what Jesus is talking about with mm. rest. I think this is what he means. I think what he's saying is if you're worn out and worn down, if you aren't really getting going anywhere because there's just so much weight just putting you down yeah. that you can't get out from under it that if you're if you're tired from trying to take that step forward when so much weight is on your shoulders if that's you then if you come to jesus he will help you drop what you were carrying mm-hmm. lie down rest recover and to be refreshed and that's our thing that jesus brings the freedom of this yeah i, I it is kind of funny 2000 years ago when this was kind of like happening yeah and everything so much time has passed so much our technology has changed our culture has changed mm-hmm. the way we do things has changed our issues are still the same right human yep. issues are still the same <clears throat> it's human nature they call it right we we put too much on ourselves that, if yeah. i could describe humanity in a sense over all the time we put too much on ourselves yeah we expect so much of ourselves 
And, you know, I keep picturing this images like in my mind where have you ever carried like a heavy backpack for a long time mm-hmm. and then you take it off and you can stand up straight and you're like, oh, oh yeah, you're like, I didn't even realize like and then you've got indents on your shoulders and you're like, I didn't even realize that was so heavy and that you just got used to it. Mm-hmm. You got used to the the feeling the burden. Yeah. We, we, yeah, Let's I think we get like, used to them. I think we get attached to our burdens. It's sometimes. a great analogy, I think, yeah. especially for our students, because what do our students carry around the most in their yeah, lives? The backpack. Their backpack, yeah. And they load up their homework and their schoolwork and their lunch, burdens their, and there's everything. Mm-hmm. And you got to make sure you're doing it all right. And it becomes a burden. Yeah. We're trying to do way too much on our own strength. We're still heaping loads under ourselves that we feel like we need to carry. We're, we've convinced ourselves that we need to carry them. Because, you know, we do this thing where it's, it's my responsibility because um, it's what people expect of me. They're like, I need to be able yeah. to handle it. I can't expect others to handle it. Um, you know, because I want to be a good student, because I want to be a good friend, because I want to be a good person, because I want to be successful. We say all of these things and whatever the ras- rationali- rationalization is, mm-hmm. we overload ourselves to the point where we can't move. Yeah. To the point where we're stuck, where we're just like, I... It's like if a friend... If you're overloaded and your friend's like, hey... Let's just say, why don't we go out and grab a burger or go do something like that? Where you're to the point where like, I I can't do that. Yeah. I can't rest. I can't. I can't stop. I can't. Yep. So much of our culture does this though. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and honestly, what we're leading to is burnout. That's what we're leading to. For sure. And Jesus says this to us: Come to me, and you'll find rest. Come to me, and you'll find peace. Come to me, and you'll find the weight lifted. Mm-hmm. Come to me, and you'll find freedom. Jesus brings freedom in it, but it doesn't stop there. If we keep moving into Matthew 11, you'll read this. Then Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Mm -hmm. So Jesus tells us that he has freedom for us, but he also has a yoke. No, for a lot of us, for me in the city, this was foreign language when I first heard this. Because yeah. like, what the heck is a yoke? <laughs> like in my you're first like, you're mind, like an egg. <laughs> in my, but some of our students on Tuesday yeah. had the same thing. Yeah. But you mean like the yellow part of the egg? I said, nope, nope. And I looked at the Richardsons and I was yeah. like, what is a yoke? <laughs> but uh, but then Eric Eden answered it and he's like, nice. The way he described it was: imagine you put a log on two bowls. And they're meant to like plow the field. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that kind of works. There's a little more craftsmanship in it, but that's yeah, how it yeah. works. Um, so a yoke um, is often used to display servitude. It's used to display bondage or burden. In Jeremiah 27, God told Jeremiah to literally place a yoke upon himself to symbolize the burden that his people will have to bear. Uh-huh. The burden they were called to bear where they were overthrown by Babylon. <clears throat> Back in Matthew 11, if we're going to continue to translate Jesus' words into more modern terms, then we, to help us understand him, he said, drop your burdens, find rest, then pick up my burdens. That's essentially what he's meaning. Mm. Jesus brings us freedom and burdens. So, Well, that sounds a lot nicer than we thought at the beginning. Exactly. <laughs> so Jesus doesn't just set us free so that we spend all of our time watching TV. It's great. We need that sometimes where we yeah. can just rest, do nothing. <clears throat> but... He's also wanting us to pick up the things he wants for us to do. Mm-hmm. Things that he's calling us to do, whether it's love people, whether it's do certain things for people. And some people might hear this and be like, yeah, but that's not what I want. 
<laughs> I get that because yeah. we praise things that we want, right? Yeah, we pray course. for things that we want. There's a great All quote. All the time. I forget who does it. Okay. But what he says is, um, someone asked him, you know, God doesn't really answer prayers. And he said, well, let's let's break it down. And he said, I prayed for strength, and God mm-hmm. gave me situations to overcome. Yeah. I prayed for people. I, I prayed for love, and God gave me difficult people to love. I prayed for peace. And God gave me peace to fight for. Yeah. See, prayer is not always answered in the way we think. It rarely is. Let's be honest. No. God works <laughs> in the most weird and mysterious ways. Yep. It's nuts. It's wonderful. Just like we were, we've been talking about. Wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah. Because it's something that our mind can't wrap itself around. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. And the reason I think... Um, that some of us think that these yokes are bad because if we review it just before we take Jesus' yoke on, let's say our life before we take Jesus' yoke on, a yoke is meant for two animals mm-hmm. to be able to pull and to plow to make it the light easy. Yes. We're pulling yoke in our lives individually. Yes. We're doing all the work that is meant for two. When we take Jesus' yoke on, it's not like he we take off ours we take on Jesus, it's like we take it from him. We're like, okay, we got it. We got to keep going. No, we burn ourselves out again. Yeah. What the true meaning of it is, is Jesus's partnership mm. with us in yeah. it. Because the animals are side by side. They're, they're side buddies. by side. They're they're uh, co-laborers. You yeah. know, they're working together. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They're working in tandem. That He is with us in all of it, because He's pulling it along with us. Mm-hmm. He's pulling the load that we carry as well. We have to understand that. It's not like we drop everything and it's gone magically. We still have to deal with life. Yeah. But we get to deal with Jesus in that. Yeah. And this is why I think it's so important. Because in this passage, he wanted to say, let me teach you. Because I am humble and gentle at heart. What he's saying is that he is with us as we carry his burdens. We aren't weighed down once again to the point where we can't move or go anywhere. We are carrying weight, yes. But we are able to carry that weight forward somewhere. Whether it's, you know, to advance God's grace and mercy onto others. Whether it is to caring for the poor, to reach the lost. We disciple the found. And we do it in step with Jesus who walks with us, teaching us all along the way. And this is yet another weird paradox of God's, mm-hmm. like, economy to us, essentially. Yeah. Because we should we don't deserve this. We no. don't. Like, in all honesty... This whole thing about yoke and we pull it ourselves, we put too much on ourselves. God doesn't have to. That's what we. I think we need to understand. God doesn't have to do this. Yeah. He does it anyways. Yeah, because he loves us. Exactly. He, there's a deep love for us. Even when we push back against it, especially when we push back against it. Yeah. Yeah. And so... No, if you want to find freedom, if you want to find true release, if if you want to, you know, stop that saying, which is the rat race of life. We say yeah. that ourselves, which is mm-hmm. nuts. Um, then you need to be willing to take off your own burdens and pick up Jesus' yoke. Mm-hmm. You need to be willing to pick that up. Because you'll never find freedom just doing nothing. Because time doesn't stop. Yeah. You'll never find freedom from just dropping things from your schedule until you're just going to school or say just going home or eating or going to bed or repeating the process every day that doesn't provide freedom 
all that is doing is picking up different burdens or putting heavier weight onto other burdens. Mm. But to pick up his burdens, we have to drop some of the ones we are carrying now. As we prepare to close this lesson, I want us to look at a very well-known passage from the Christmas story. And this is how this is how Jesus the Messiah was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph. But before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her fiancé, was a good man and didn't want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided, decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through the prophet. And look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son. They will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife, but did not have sexual relations with her until he, until her son was born. And Joseph named him Jesus. And that was Matthew 1, 18 to 25. This passage moves really quickly through a lot of significant life events for Mary and Joseph. But I just want to stop and think about it a little bit. Joseph got word that Mary was pregnant and he decided I'm out of here. Like he decided like, well, cause it, that was like bad. Back yeah, then. That it was, that wasn't quite the same as now. That was like very shameful for them. But Joseph was a good man because usually the thing that would happen if that was the case, the woman would be stoned. Yeah. And he decides not to. He's like, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. That's not right. But an engagement back then was also more serious than engagement Way now. Way more it was serious. Like a, it was like a, a, a contract. It oh was yeah. Almost as um, binding as marriage. Right? Yeah. And see, an angel from the Lord changed what Joseph thought. He changed the truth that Joseph thought there was. And we all, I think we know this story well. If you grew yeah. up in the church, I think you know this story. Or maybe if you didn't grow up in the church, you kind of heard this a little bit. Yeah. Um, Mary had a literal burden, the literal weight of carrying around a baby within her. But Joseph was burdened too. The angel mm. didn't appear to everyone in the community and enlighten them that Mary really was a virgin who hadn't cheated on Joseph. So Joseph staying with her would have just created gossip and it would have attracted some ridicule and criticism. I bet. And when Mary agreed to be the mother of Jesus, when Joseph agreed to stay with Mary, they picked up that burden with God. Mm. Calling them to carry the burdens of losing their reputations, of raising a son that was unlike any child that could have possibly imagined of being inconvenienced by the plan that God had for their lives, which would require so much from them. And so as we're finishing up, I just want to say this. Sometimes we will have to carry burdens that we're uncomfortable with. Mm -hmm. God calls us to do uncomfortable things sometimes, which we feel like we're unprepared for, we're not ready for. I can't love those people or I can't do those certain things. Yep. But he walks through us with that. It's not like he's dumping it all on us and saying, go for it. You got this. No. He does not call us to do it alone. No. He walks in it with us. Mm -hmm. So as we finish, I just want to say, what burden is Jesus calling you to drop? What burden (laughs) is Jesus speaking to you about and saying, just let it go for right now. Just let it go. You're not taking a step forward. You're not taking a step back, dropping it. You just need to let it go and to take on what I am calling you. 
And the other side of that is what burden is Jesus calling you to pick up? Mm-hmm. What burden is Jesus speaking to you? But yeah, that's about all we have. Wow. And what should you do if you if you don't know? I don't know. I don't know what burden I'm supposed to drop. I don't know what burden I'm supposed to pick up. What do you do if it's not clear? If it's not clear, then I think there's a few things we can do. One, prayer is important. Yeah, for sure. I think sure. God will give us insight in those into those times. The other side of it, I think, is there's a community of people around us, mm-hmm. especially here at church. There's a community of people here. You can talk to a pastor or a staff. They can try and provide insight the best that they can. Yeah. Um, and from there, there's also family. Mm-hmm. Sometimes family can see us taking on burdens, but they don't always know how to say, maybe you should stop. Yeah. Because they know that they don't want to hurt you. Yeah. But reaching out for help and to say, how can I stop this because it's taking too much out of me? Yeah. It's one of those important things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think two of burdens are not so much physical things also, but things like anger mm-hmm. or jealousy or those sorts of things. I think yep. those are important uh, burdens to let let go of too, to set down yes. and not pick back up. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you, Pastor Wes. Yeah. That was a really, that was a, that was a thinker, that <laughs> yeah. message. That was a good one. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with Pastor West, or if you'd like to argue with him or uh, give him any feedback or <laughs> let us know who sat yeah. on the um, under the broom tree under yes the broom tree. please do this is like a pop quiz um, email Pastor West at west at waynefleetbic.com and my email address is julie at waynefleetbic.com so thank you for tuning in and uh, we look forward to connecting with you next week have a great one bye